Jumbo everyone, this is Safari Mike and I'm doing another Safari Planet, uh, um, Safari Mike's Planet Watch. This one is about the African wild dog, or as it's also called, the painted dog. In fact, its Latin name is Lycian Pictus, which is Latin for painted wolf. Um, some of you have been on Kilimanjaro safaris, and as you know, there's an exhibit that has hyenas, but during the day, uh, they often have a, 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 a troop of, a pack, I should say, of wild, African wild hunting dogs. These are critically endangered mammals. In fact, it is one of the most endangered mammals in the entire world. Currently in the wild, there is only about 1,500 uh, African wild dogs in the world. They mostly live in Southern Africa, especially in Tanzania and parts of Mozambique. They live in packs, as I said. These packs are usually about 10 animals or so, but they have, there have been known to be packs of up to 40 animals. They are um, quite fast and can reach uh, good speeds. Um, they, are tall, they have lanky legs, um, and they um, usually hunt medium-sized ruminants, such as gazelles. The African wild hunting dog is particularly well known to being one of the deadliest mammals on earth. While lions in their hunt rate are successful about 25% of the time, leopards are successful about 38% of the time. Cheetahs have successful hunts about 55% of the time. But painted dogs, they are successful up to 90% of the time making them one of the best hunters in the world. However, they're not all that big. Um, they are much smaller than hyenas and lions in particular. So they lose up to half of their kills um, from these bigger predators. In fact, hyenas have been known to follow wild hunting dogs. They let the wild hunting dogs uh, catch their prey, and then they move in and bully them out of the way. So maybe it is appropriate that the hyenas and wild hunting dogs share an exhibit on um, Kilimanjaro safaris and that the hyenas come after uh, the wild hunting dogs. Each animal, and it, they're called painted dogs, let me put it this way, because of the, um, the color of their uh, fur. Uh, for those of you who have been on safaris and have seen them, you'll notice that wild hunting dogs have patches of black, brown, white, and yellow fur. Each animal has a unique kind of pattern of their coat. Packs are dominated by alpha, pale, alpha pairs, a male and female sort of rule the roost, which is similar to that of a wolf pack. So why are not wild hunting dogs domesticated, such as like wolves were? As I'm sure many of you know, uh, the domestic dog, you know, your little rover in your in your house, is a descendant from the domestication of wolves. Wild hunting dogs were never domesticated such as that. And the question is why? And that really comes from how they feed. While a wolf pack feeds in the following order. The alpha male and female eat first. Then the beta wolf and then so on and so on. 
which would lead uh, a male, if, uh, you know, human, could establish themselves as the, quote, alpha male of the group, then um, you're able to domesticate them. Wild hunting dogs feed in a different way. First, they always let their pups eat first. And then after that is more of a free-for-all uh, than anything else. So that led um, wolves being much more easy to be domesticated than the African wild hunting dogs. Also, um, another interesting fact about African wild dogs, as opposed to other pack animals, such as wolves or even prides of lions, it is the female that leads the pack, not, oh, excuse me, the female that leaves the pack once they mature. Um, in most other uh, groups, it is the male who will leave the group uh, when they become sexually mature to go off to find their own pack or pride or whatever. That is not the case with African wild hunting dogs. It is the female who leaves once she becomes uh, sexually mature. Another unusual trait about the African wild dog is that it is one of the few diurnal predators in the African plains. Uh, most um, uh, hunters, leopards, hyenas, lions, um, oh, small cats, hunt at night and are nocturnal. But the wild dog is diurnal, which is similar to the cheetah, which is also uh, diurnal. With regards to conservation, um, there are many things that we can do to help the wild dog. They are often killed by farmers who want to protect their habitat or their farm animals. So their habitat of the wild hunting dog is also shrinking. There is a lot of mythology surrounding the African wild dog in Africa. In Egypt, um, before, the before the times of pharaohs in their um, pre-dynasty uh, period, uh, the wild dog is often depicted as a symbol of order over chaos. And of course, that stems from the fact that uh, there are pack animals that have a, a, a hierarchy uh, as opposed to uh, some other animals that um, you know, are solitary and don't have such. They figure prominently in South African um, mythology, particularly the sand people. For example, the sand people of Botswana believe that uh, their shamans can transfer themselves into wild dogs. And they're seen as the ultimate hunter. There is other mythology about the wild dogs as well. Another sand story uh, means, uh, shows that the wild dog is actually indirectly linked to the origin of death. The hare, which is uh, a shaman, was cursed by the moon to forever be hunted by wild African wild dogs. After the hare rebuffs the moon's promise to allow all living things to be reborn after death. Therefore, um, it is the wild dog that eliminates reincarnation, for lack of a better term. There's all sorts of um, depictions of African wild dogs in the Sand People's rock art. Um, there's a one notable example of a frieze in Mount Arango showing a pack hunting two antelopes. This kind of thing is found throughout Southern Africa and uh, wild dogs, as you could probably imagine, are a key component uh, to various mythology. I encourage you um, to look at the World Wildlife Fund and some other groups uh, that are actively trying to protect the wild dog. These animals are amazing, one of my favorites. And unfortunately, as I said earlier, 
there's only about 1,500 left in the wild. So it's important uh, that we protect the species. Um, and next time you're on Kilimanjaro safaris during the day, make sure um, you get a good picture of them because they are a lot of fun uh, to watch. Anyway, I thank you for listening to this episode of Planet Watch. Kwaharini and go well.